Hey everyone, welcome to another First Press podcast for kids. Thanks for joining us. I'm Miss Beth. This week I have another story from the Bible for you, and I'll ask some questions you can answer with your family, and we'll finish with an activity your family can do together. So let's get started. This week's story is from the book of Acts, chapter 16. Our story begins in the days after Jesus returned to heaven. It starts with a man named Paul, who traveled from town to town to small village to big city. In each town, small village, or big city where Paul traveled, he searched for people who believed in Jesus. He searched the busy marketplace. He visited the quiet synagogue. He stopped by the watering hole. He searched anywhere that he saw people gathering together, and when Paul found people who believed in Jesus, he prayed with them. He encouraged them. God loves you. Keep on living like Jesus did. But in each town, village, or big city where Paul traveled, he also searched for people who did not believe in Jesus. He searched the busy marketplace. He visited the quiet synagogue. He stopped by the watering hole. He searched anywhere that he saw people gathering together. And when Paul found people who did not believe in Jesus, he sat down with them and he told them, God loves you. He loves you so much that he sent Jesus, who is his son. All of us do things that do not please God, but God sent Jesus to forgive us for all those things so we can be part of his kingdom. Many people in those towns, villages, and big cities believed in Jesus when Paul sat down and told them the good news about him. One day, Paul traveled a long distance from town to town. He told a lot of people the good news about Jesus, and when night came, he was tired. So he pulled a blanket around his shoulders, closed his eyes, and fell asleep. And while Paul slept, he dreamed. He dreamed of a man standing in a faraway country. The man was calling to Paul, Please come to our country. Come here and tell us about Jesus. And then the dream went away. In the morning, Paul woke up. He remembered the dream and said to his friends, Last night I had a dream. I believe God gave me this dream. We must travel to a far-off country called Macedonia. God wants me to tell the people there the good news about Jesus. So Paul and his friends packed their clothes. They went down to the dock and boarded a large ship to sail across the sea to far-off Macedonia. Meanwhile, way over in Macedonia, in a city called Philippi, there lived a woman named Lydia. Lydia spent her days making cloth and selling it in her shop. Her cloth was very beautiful, expensive purple cloth, and many wealthy people came to Lydia's shop to buy it. They came every day, but not on Saturday, because on Saturday, Lydia closed the door to her shop and went down to the river. At the river, Lydia met her friends to pray. The women gathered together right at the edge of the river. They bowed their heads and prayed to God, worshiping him. One Saturday, as the women gathered at the river, they noticed a traveler walking down the road toward them, and he had some other people with him, and it looked as though they had traveled a long way. I wonder if you can guess who the traveler was. 
Of course, it was Paul and his friends. They had traveled far, sailing on a ship to come to Macedonia and tell the people the good news about Jesus. Paul came close to the women at the river and sat down with them. He prayed with them. And then Paul asked, Do you know Jesus? And the women said, Who is that? We pray to God, but we have never heard of Jesus. So Paul said to the women, You believe in God. Jesus is God's Son, and He came to earth to forgive us, because we all do things that do not please God. But Jesus died and then came back to life, and that means we are forgiven. Lydia listened to Paul with all her heart, and when he finished talking, she said, This is wonderful, good news about Jesus. I'm so glad to know who Jesus is. I'm sorry about doing things that do not please God, but I believe that Jesus came to earth to forgive me. So Paul led Lydia down into the river and baptized her. And then Lydia invited Paul and his friends to visit her house and stay a while longer in Philippi of Macedonia so that they could tell more people about Jesus. This story from God's Word just like all stories from God's Word, speaks to us because we are God's people. Do stories from God's Word speak to you? Do they make you think about who God is and who He wants you to be? I hope so. Talking about the stories with other people can help us understand them better and know more about what God is saying. And questions help us talk about the stories So let's have some questions. Now remember, questions need answers, so don't skip that part. Take time to answer the questions with your family. The questions might not always have just one right answer, so start talking together and see if all your different answers can help you understand what God is saying. Here we go. Question one. Do you remember your dreams? What are they like? Do you think dreams can sometimes tell us something from God? Question two. Why do you think Lydia and the other women gathered for prayer at the river? What makes a good place to pray? Do you have a favorite prayer spot? Why is it your favorite? Question three. Do you know why Lydia and her friends worshipped and prayed together on Saturday? Why do we worship on Sunday? Do you know? Is there only one day to worship God? Lydia and the other women worshipped on Saturday because that was the Jewish Sabbath, a day of rest. Do you remember the story of creation? On the first six days, God created everything in the world, but on the seventh day, he rested. And he told his people after that to consider the seventh day of the week holy, to set it apart from the other days as a day to rest and to worship him. Lydia wasn't Jewish, but she did believe in God as the Jewish people did, and so she gathered with them to worship on the Sabbath the seventh day of the week, Saturday. So why do Christians, Jesus followers, have worship services on Sunday? 
Well, because that is the day that Jesus was resurrected from the dead. So every Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection. And we set apart Sunday to gather for celebration and worship. And we also set apart that day as a day of rest. I wonder how you set apart Sunday to worship and rest. I wonder if Sunday is the only day we're supposed to worship. I wonder what other times you worship God and how. During these days of staying at home and social distancing, it can be hard to tell one day from another. Do you ever get confused about what day of the week it is? I do, several times a week. And so sometimes, Sunday can seem just like all the other days, unless we do something to keep it set apart, something to keep it holy. I hope your family is finding ways to set apart Sunday for worship and rest. What if you tried a new prayer activity? How about this? Start creating a picture prayer journal as a family. You'll need some plain paper, some crayons or colored pencils or markers, and a loose leaf notebook or a folder. Gather the whole family. You might want to begin your prayer time by reading Isaiah 6, 3, as you come into God's presence together. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Choose a prayer theme, like prayers of thanks, or prayers of confession, or prayers of petition. That's asking God for help. Give each person a sheet of paper, and then allow time for each family member to draw and color a prayer with the chosen theme. Take as long as you like. When everyone is finished, share your drawings with each other. And finish with a spoken prayer, asking God to accept your prayer drawings. Put all the prayer drawings in the notebook or folder. You might want to put the date on them. And then you can add new prayer drawings each week with different prayer themes. And over time, you'll be able to go back to the prayers and see how God has answered them and worked in your family's life. Let's pray together now. God, you are great. And even when things change all around us, you never do. You are unchanging. That is good to know. It reminds us that you are in control of the world, working things out exactly according to your plan. Thank you for all the good things you give us. Even in a time like this, we have so many good things, and we know that they are gifts from you. Help us to remember that you love us every day, no matter what. And because you do, we have your power to go out in the world to love other people in your name. Amen.